0: The boogie monster with Calvin and Dave Storm. Bananata, tutututu, badadadad. Wurru wudu, burru ba, badu wurru ba, badu ba ba badu ba do. The boogie monster podcasting the unknown. They're right. They're like they Charlie Chan's. Remember those were candies, but they were just what kind of candy were they? It was like it was of the like it was there was like a whole family. There was like lemon heads. Okay, there was Johnny Apple Seeds, Boston baked beans. Yeah, they Come they in little boxes. Fan. Okay, and Jawbreakers were in there. Jawbreakers and Charlie Chan's.
1: I don't remember Charlie Chan's. It was just
0: for whatever reason, an Asian themed candy.
1: What flavor was it?
0: I thought it was cinnamon. I thought oh. it was like how. Like, all right, like, uh, round can... There was lemon heads, like, round yellow ones, lemon uh-huh, heads. yeah. Round green ones, Johnny Apple seeds, yep. right?
1: Yeah, maybe. Johnny Apple something, yeah. Grape or or Apple something. Grape
0: ones? Those grape apes? Grape, grape... I don't know if I remember the... Alexander the Grape. See, I don't you remember that. that because it sounds like it'd be right. hmm But then there was one, and it just was... There was Charlie Chan's. Hmm. And it was... Uh, like, there's no reason this candy's racist. Like, there's no reason for it to be Asian. Yeah. But... Right? I, I could be wrong. This could be the Mandala effect that we mm-hmm. tried to talk about before. That's true. I'm just going around like, I remember Cinnamon Candies? They were like a real racist Ch- uh, Chinese guy on the box selling them. And people are like, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: Well, here's a question, and not to dig too deep into the race issue, but just because there's a Chinese character on a box of candy... Why would that be racist?
0: I, I think if a white dude makes up a guy named Charlie Chan,
1: okay. Candy. If a white guy made it,
0: okay. No, I'm just saying. I like, think, I don't think this can in the family of already like not pun based, but like, uh-huh. clearly fictional characters candies. Uh-huh. And then these are uh, red because they're a communist China. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to say that's why. But I, I, again, I'm not looking it up. And we're not using our phones because of Static for this it's episode. True. Thanks for the feedback, everybody.
1: Speaking of candy, I spent about 18% of my youth either thinking about or acquiring or enjoying Fireballs. It's all I cared about.
0: Oh, the, the single-dose the, one? The
1: single, the little... Little I
0: remember that was like miniature like golf ball. You felt that yeah, that, like, that that was just was, that was my life. That's that all was I cared the about. Nuclear football. Like somebody's got a fireball. Oh, He's man. gonna eat it at lunch. Yeah. a Watch. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't like it didn't do much. No,
1: I just I just loved the the. It was it was a jawbreaker. That was there was cinnamon That's, and spicy and
0: good marketing by selling them. Indivi- like it made it such an event mm-hmm. by selling them individually. I had a teacher in grade school would give out like. <laughs> It was, it was a gummy. It was a slightly larger than regular gummy bear. Huh. But it was individually wrapped. You individually wrap something. All of a sudden, it's like holy shit. Yeah. What's like, especially candy. Yeah. You just created an idol
1: yeah. for a child. It's a delicacy at that because point. It's
0: what? It's only you only get one? Mm-hmm. Why would I only want to buy one piece of candy? Because it's the best piece of candy you've ever had. Hmm. Your dick's gonna blow up. Hmm. Remember that, before you remember before your body created orgasms what priorities were? Oh yeah. Like just it, before you knew what that was. It was uh it, fireball fireballs.
1: Fireballs and then those uh <laughs> bubblegum machine rubber bouncy balls. They put a quarter in the bubblegum machine and the little the golf ball size God bless, yeah, rubber bouncy any ball that kid would who
0: would like sacrifice it to, like watch this and just yep. whip it. Yeah. Just oh. watch that thing bounce. Oh. That was one of my first ideas of wealth was like, kid was like, watch this. And We're just chucking. I'm like, what are you? gonna You're not even gonna get it back. You <laughs> just pissed away a whole court. Oh man,
1: that and a brand new, fresh out of the box baseball. Like whenever you. Because that's all I did too. It was just, um, to try, just play yeah, sports. It, yeah, I, I know. I know you didn't play. Yeah, yeah that's true too. Yeah, I, got hit,
0: I played catch with a baseball once. I got hit in the
1: face. Yeah, and then the other time you smacked it and hit a mentally challenged girl.
0: That was yeah, was a softball.
1: A softball. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anytime somebody got the new, ooh, it's a fresh white new baseball. Yeah. I bet I could hit that thing a mile.
0: Do you you know like how smells are the most closely tied to memories? Tell me about it. <laughs> I remember breakfast like it was yesterday. <laughs> is that a fart joke? I'm not sure. Hmm. We've been. We, let's start it early. This is a boogie monster with Kyle and Dave. Let's yeah. Tell them now. Yeah. Let's tell me. Hey, in case fuck they were faces, wondering, listen up. <laughs> uh, you I didn't see. need a sweater in here. I ain't. I ain't a bitch. <laughs> Put a sweater on for the learning act. Like it might be chilly. I think there's a drizzle in the air. Watch me throw this on the exercise. Though.
1: I saw a guy the other day uh, who Jay walked in front of me. Yeah? He had a sweater around his neck, and he had lensless glasses. I, and I wanted to commit a hate crime. We
0: can understand immediately your feelings after that description. We, I'm saying, on behalf of the listeners. An adult male. But do you think at any point, <clears throat> like, I try to go like the punk rock route with it where it's like, when somebody knows they look like it, like when somebody knows it's just gonna piss off somebody like you, like and then you're only giving them the satisfaction. That's where I'm kind of like, you know yeah. what, man, you're going out going, I don't, I haven't gotten my ass kicked in a while. Watch this, and I'm kind of come like, I'm kind of like, that's where I'm at with fashion right now. When I used to be really irritated with dumb shit, now I'm like, man, you know what, you. Make a statement.
1: I wish I was... Go. You, got
0: one, you got one stretch at this, uh, at this life.
1: I wish I was that zen.
0: You got one, you got one stretch of highway till it's all over. Man. I
1: just drive around angry all day, especially in Los Angeles. Like, look at that. Look at
0: that guy. Yeah, I can see this place being rough. Duh. These goobers. There. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. People like that phrase. Speaking of which. you want to start a food truck, you can
1: call it speaking of which. Battery died in the van the other day.
0: Well, it's like you're, That's basically for the rest of us. It's like a blackout.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like the power went <laughs> off in my house.
0: What happens? Did all the stuff in your fridge go bad? <laughs> 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 then you have to reset your microwave clock.
1: I was here in Silver Lake, and for our listeners not familiar with the Los, Angel- Los Angeles terrain, Silver Lake uh, kind of has a reputation for. If you want another fireball, you sure. Being a bit of a, a hipster, a bit frou frou neighborhood. Anyway, woke up, woke up at noon, and uh, <laughs> now nah, I woke up earlier, but I didn't. I didn't crank up the van till noon. Yeah. And uh, for some, I I think I left a dome light on or something, and the battery was dead. And I had my cables, and I parked kind of on a on a busy road. Um,
0: Would you did you pass out doing something? No, no. <laughs> just you know, normal. Like it's not like
1: normal I mean, behavior. In the van. Yeah, but no, like, something. That I, I you know what I'm it was. To blame the victim. No, I'm I. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Something happened. But so I'm about a hundred feet from a Seven Eleven. Mm-hmm. So I grab my jumper cables and I walk up to the Seven Eleven. In the course of about ten minutes, I approach five different adult males. Yeah. Intentionally did not approach females because i get i i'm aware i know what i look like age
0: age range on these fellows uh
1: between 20 and 40 okay
0: yeah all right capable age
1: yeah exactly sure five different adult males told me no yeah for one reason or another one guy just didn't even didn't even verbalize it he just shook his head as if he was a toddler who had got a hold of some Sour baby food.
0: Wait, which 7-Eleven was this?
1: It's the one uh, Hyperion and Rowena, or where Glendale turns into Rowena. Hyperion. Oh, next
0: to my laundromat there. Yeah,
1: not far from the Trader Joe's and
0: we. I mean, only to just to the other side. Oh, for LA's, five. LA's got a lot of Sketchos. Mm-hmm. Were you buy? Could you? Could you see the van?
1: You could. You could see could the you van. Have the
0: hood open on the van.
1: Yes, I did. Was it on the street? Yeah. Was right on Rowena,
0: so you'd have to park opposite traffic. Yeah, but they didn't know that at the time. And I'm holding I'm, cables myself in my own head. I'm like, I'm trying to justify if I would have said no or yes. It was no A stranger coming up, just holding jumper cables because that that even looks tricky because you're like, he's selling it too hard. I know in your heart. You meant the right thing.
1: I get but this that. Is a land of skeptics, buddy. I get that from a female's point of view, yeah. and that's why I intentionally did not LA. approach so a this female.
0: This is LA, so all the men have a female's point of view, also.
1: Exactly. That's
0: my point. There's no down. There's no down home goodness in this town.
1: You know what it was? It was a combination of I'm no, no. I'm not going to help a fellow human being, and B. I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm afraid I might get my hands dirty. Like do you think that wasn't it? I it was yeah cuz these dudes just just be a fucking dude. Sometimes you got to be a fucking dude, Kyle. And these dudes I weren't try to be. These dudes weren't fucking dudes. Sorry.
0: No, no, I
1: But no, they I, just they just omitted this air of Ugh, yuck, get away from me. Go fuck yourself. Thanks. Thank you, fellow human being.
0: It's a weird town where the first reaction is, ugh, this is probably a scam. Which is unfortunate. But I know how to that, talk to people. What, that's unfortunate that
1: I do. I know how to talk to people. But I know how to talk to people. I I conducted myself in a very professional manner. Very non-threatening.
0: Right now I'm just non-scammy. It's just you in cargo shorts yelling at people that aren't around you. Be a fucking man. Just yelling at the parking lot of a seven eleven. Granted my Which is which is only second to the guy yelling, Why aren't there any fucking women around here? Yelling that at the other end of the parking lot.
1: Granted both my van and my barbecue tattoos were exposed.
0: There's uh, – you know what? It's sad that there's so many sketchy people in this town that it undermines the effort to be a decent person first. You know what the difference is, though? And I get That's it. That's not an excuse, but I'm trying to stick up for humanity in the sense that people are more defensive than they are just outwardly willing to help.
1: I agree because I'm, I'm on the other end of that as far as being leery of sketchy folks. Yeah. But I was articulate. I was friendly. I looked them in the eye. They probably thought you were on meth. They didn't know. I, they <laughs> didn't know. They didn't know I lived in that van.
0: I man, I'm not well. That so that you abandoned a man uh, in his home. Mm-hmm. I did that once, and I I don't regret it. But it was like I saw a guy like trying to crawl himself on a side. Like it just looked like a bad situation. Like all right, man, how can I help you? He's like, oh, I'm like, like you look like you fell, and you need to get up. And the dude was just I don't know how he got shit all over mm. that much of his body. Ugh. And then I committed to like trying to help this dude up. And I was like, <laughs> like oh, like I <laughs> at one point like oh man, I, I wanna be a kind person. But then your own well being. Yeah. Like you like I know you're a a dude from Atlanta and you're a generous soul. In LA you might be, missed, like, tattoos, and a guy like, oh, my, my van's broken down.
1: No, I was much more That's eloquently spoken than that. Why did you say I didn't just grunt. Oh, my van. No, I just, hey, man, sorry to bother you. My van, I really could use no, a jump.
0: I, it's not even it's
1: not even so much that, but it's like... You oh. open with an apology. You open with, hey, sorry to inconvenience
0: you, but, you know, you my van... You know what it is? You look like a dude whose van shouldn't have broken down. Mm, there you go. That's why it's skeptical. Lady, If if the guy you asked... It was his car. Somebody would help him because I don't know. And he'd be like fumbling with the jumper cables. They'd be twined around him. Mm. But you look like a dude who should know how to start a van. And that's why people are like, this is a fucking scam. Oh, and everybody's seen Silence of the Lambs. You
1: can't, you can't control the battery. I can't just. Not,
0: that doesn't equate
1: to. That's not, that's not a skill set of like, oh, I can jump this battery without another battery. That's not,
0: they don't know that. And of
1: course they don't. So shout out. To our good buddy Billy Wayne Davis, Southern gentleman, BWD. I texted Billy. I said, "Hey, are you at home?" You know what he said? "Yeah, what do you need?"
0: <laughs> Why are you t- I live down the street.
1: I can't count on you. What kind of <laughs> sex? No, you were out of town. What you were gone. You were gone. I would have oh, What kind of I would have totally. To I would have totally contacted you. But you, you were can count
0: on me to answer.
1: <laughs> Billy didn't bat an eye. Yeah, man, what do you need? No. I said sorry to bother you. I need to jump. He goes, "Where are you at? I'll be there in five minutes." That's a southern gentleman. I'm I so I don't want to be biased, shit dude. Too biased, but dudes from the south. Billy's a good southern dude. I'm a good southern dude. Hey, man, what you need? Be there in five minutes. You're my buddy. We're gonna solve this problem,
0: okay. and that's what he did. Trying to start a white supremacist organization? I'm there. Which forest preserve are you burning the cross in? But I, and I'm gonna try to get too
1: too self righteous <laughs> about a it. Shot with oh, this I didn't even know you did that.
0: I poured some more of these. But
1: there's a lot to be said. Hold on. <coughs> oh. You got to have a bit of get shit done in you. I get,
0: I get it, I get it.
1: And I, I like to be that for my friends. I like to think that my friends. You want to be able to count on You're your You're the most friends. get shit done, dude. I know. I get shit done. You need something? I'm there. You know? GSD, I get D man. I get GSD. shit done. I get shit done. So I was in a position where I was vulnerable. Like I said, I can't just snap my <laughs> fingers and jumpstart my own damn I battery.
0: Just, I, I, I and
1: Billy the was time like,
0: "That you say I was vulnerable? <laughs> that is a fucking. That's the most." supernatural sighting we can document <laughs> on this whole fucking thing we've ever done for almost a year is the one time Dave Kidney Stone said I was vulnerable I was I <laughs> was in a pickle
1: was, that's I think I just saw a ghost <laughs> I was in a pickle and old B-dubs had my back so shout out to B-dubs, out the B-dubs. Man, former comic of the week yep live at Third Man Records go buy his damn album I'll, I'm going to buy 10 albums just, just, just by, to just pay them the back. Just for effort. Yeah. So.
0: Well, I'm sorry that happened that way. I'm sorry yeah. that people in Los Angeles let you down. You know there's good ones out there somewhere. Of
1: course there's good ones, but man. <sighs> just your typical Silver Lake dipshit, frou-frou fuckface. That's me. That's fuck me. That's me here, yeah, I get my hands dirty. No, you get your hands You're a dude. You're a dude.
0: I wish I was more of a dude. You're plenty of a dude. You're, you're fine. I get in there, but I fuck it up. I get in there, but I don't have the knowledge. I'm like, I'll get in there, but I will not be of use. It's the effort. All we're asking is the effort. And the effort can ruin things. Yeah. I almost flooded my first apartment when I moved out here, not realizing that apartments you call somebody else to fix stuff. I live with Bronger. And the faucet was leaking in the kitchen. I'm like, I got this. You should know how to do stuff. You're a guy. But you wrap it in saran wrap. I had no fucking idea that the water would flow directly out of the handle of the faucet. Hmm. It was the two Mm-hmm. knobs I'm making a gesture that people yeah. can't see but then the spigot out of the front mm-hmm. but two
1: knobs separate from the they sp- came out of the knobs
0: I undid the mm-hmm. knob didn't realize you had to turn the water off first Yeah,
1: you had an o-ring
0: problem well I had a lot of problems because mm-hmm. as soon as I, like, I'm looking, screwing it and Bronger's looking at me like why are you doing this I'm like I, don't worry I got it I'm the fucking dude here <laughs> and then there's water starting to spurt out clearly under pressure Clearly, from under the knob, squirting out I'm like it's residual. It's like residual. It doesn't even mean anything. Like what, a hose after yeah, you turn yeah, the, yeah. turn I it I off. Just st- that like, it's residual, like that word sounds <laughs> like if I said the right word, it would make the problem go away. It's just uh, tertiary water. Yeah, that's it. Just, uh, yeah, yeah it's just, it's, just uh, it's a leftover thing. And then I I, I get a little, one screw, like one half screw away, and it unscrews itself under the pressure. The, f- the fucking knob pops off, and the water's just slamming against the roof. The ceiling of the kitchen oh. and I'm trying to cover I'm trying to get the knob back on. As calm as possible. Bronner's looking at me like, What the fuck? I'm like, Go uh, go downstairs. The building manager lived below us. Like an all he, state commercial. And he found out soon because his kitchen started flooding. I'm like, Go go get go get Don. Go talk to Don real quick. Just I'm trying to be so calm. Just get go why don't you go get Don? Go get Don downstairs and the building manager came up and by that time I got the knob back on but it fucking so like it was what happens uh, at sitcoms yeah that was a like, very it was sitcom real life moment and it wasn't funny at the moment <laughs> i'm going to do a dude thing and i beefed it i beefed <laughs> it so hard
1: oh well you tried
0: that's how much okay let's let's tie that into what like just our efforts mm-hmm. how much of like just trying to like Trying to find UFOs in Bigfoot is just like the ultimate mansplaining. What do you mean? I may have had some fireball whiskey. That's fine. But, uh, like, how much of it comes from a guy not being able to be functional in the rest of the world? Be like, I'll, I'll show you what's real. Okay. I'll show you what's what. Uh huh. That's the ultimate
1: I'll show you. Yes. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Yeah. I found Bigfoot.
0: Like, in the rest of the world, you're just not functioning well. You're not good at your Ugh. job. You're not the best machinist. You're not the best physical therapist, whatever you might have. Wow, well, going to, well, And then all it is, is effort. Mm-hmm. The best you could do is effort. I think I think it's like camping in any way. Like, you got the gear and you got the stuff. It, like, the preparation is exciting. It's like going fishing. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting a fish is nice, but having the gear, getting out of the boat with your buddies, that's the same thing as sitting out with your e-readers in a haunted house or looking for Bigfoot in the woods or hoping a, you know, hoping a UFO passes over after you found the right location and the coordinates.
1: Same could be said for cooking. Oftentimes, when I'm doing like a big smoke, mm-hmm. when I'm smoking a pork shoulder for 12 hours, sometimes I don't even eat that much of it. It's just the act of doing it. That I enjoy. I mean, I, yeah. of course I enjoy – who, who are we kidding? Of course I enjoy the food, the finished product. But I, I've, I found myself spending 12 hours uh, smoking a, a pork shoulder and then eating for five I minutes. I
0: watched you at a campsite just sitting like, all right, we're camping. It's in the smoker. What are we doing now? And you're like, no, nope, just sitting here. Yeah. It's just, well, is it – am I wrong in, in thinking that most conspiracy theories and stuff like this is supported by men? Conspiracy theories more. Maybe supernatural stuff. I feel like maybe a female mindset and um, openness uh-huh. is more uh, prevalent to like a ghost or spiritual type thing. I think they're more emotionally sensitive.
1: I think you're right. I think. But dudes want to walk in the woods, to find Bigfoot or aliens. Dudes, and I'm probably guilty of this, <clears throat> there's a certain appeal. To discovering something or learning something that nobody else knows. Hey, guess
0: what? I got the real scoop. That's why every guy thinks they have the best sex move.
1: <laughs> every two bit tough
0: guy thinks they make great chili. Two bit tough guy mm-hmm. thinks they make great chili. Mm-hmm. I'll we'll put that on a shirt. Mow that box. <laughs> I got, I got the move. Other dudes of that, that was a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, the move. was there a knuckle involved? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one of the best sitcom lines I've ever. Because oh. there no, just the idea of a knuckle being involved with Cunnilingus is so fucking preposterous. That's comedy writing at its best. with
1: <laughs> George is down there doing the thing, and she goes, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Pleasuring you." <laughs>
0: Like aliens are probing my body.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, I'll just go back to my normal routine.
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, chili, that those pictures of that chili. This well, I don't. This well, this comes out next weekend. It doesn't matter. And when I say next weekend, it could be any fucking Tuesday, which isn't a weekend. Yeah. Ooh, we got into the whiskey. We haven't <laughs> had a drunk episode in a while. You got a six a.m. flight. How about? <laughs> Uh, the static comes from our fucking faces this time. <laughs> Complain about that. <laughs> oh.
1: Dude, I got into it this weekend.
0: Well, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> Did you just make a sexual hand gesture? No. <laughs> <laughs> Made some chili. Oh, now it all sounds like fucking... <laughs> now that we said it, Everybody here trying to not think of Dave (laughs) fucking, and then the next day, I'm just lurking in a 7-Eleven parking lot (laughs) with jumper cables. No car anywhere to be seen. Chili in my beard. (laughs) Oh, God. Put a little cheese on that onion? Oh, man. (laughs) Dude. Yeah,
1: dude. Made yeah. some good chili this weekend. Oh, God. Oh, it was so good, and I, I won't talk about the chili again, even though we've already talked about that. Well, I, go
0: to the go to the Instagram. <coughs> I was I was looking at it, going, I wonder if I, I thought it, maybe I was going to get some text the last time you sent me text. You're like peaches, like you just tell me <laughs> the ingredient like randomly. I'm like coffee, <coughs> peaches, anchovies. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, you had thumb Tourette's. Dave, have you been kidnapped? You think
1: I've tried to do the thing again.
0: You never told me a safe word, so you can't just give me all of these. Yeah. I'm just trying to get I'm just trying to get uh, Yahoo to do ads strictly for canned peaches today.
1: Alright, so I made the chili Saturday night. You know what I did Sunday morning? I pulled this out of my ass.
0: <laughs> that was the chili.
1: I invented what I call cornbread benedict. Still thinking about six. <laughs> Cover the old cornbread benedict. <laughs> Fried cornbread, pimento cheese on top of that, sunny side egg on top of that. And a nice little douse of chili on top of that. Cornbread Benedict. Boom.
0: That does
1: I'm gonna be a millionaire.
0: That picture was outstanding. It was good. It was good.
1: It was just just off the cuff. Just I said, "What am I? What am I going to do for breakfast?"
0: Because the big key of uh, a chef is being able to improvise. Right, you, would you ever do like a cooking show? Yeah. Do you th- think you could jump in there like like an actual cooking show? Like all right, or like a food what, restaurant what they, what, or like Chopped or something?
1: I could do that shit. Yeah.
0: Here's my problem right, with okay. Chopped.
1: I hate that show. All right. Here's the problem. Well, I guess you're not doing Chopped now. So right? you get fuck yeah. Fuck
0: Chopped. I, no, ooh. no! Start a good anti campaign.
1: Here's a basket with uh,
0: a, a baguette and some uh, orange marmalade. Nobody and some, ever serves the food in the basket. And back some dog
1: them. food. Like I want a chef to make what he makes or she makes the best. But that's whatever what, you're good at, you do that. I don't need this desert island ration bullshit, you know.
0: <laughs> Ugh. But that's what I'm saying. Is that that, that show? It's all about. Like, you're getting mad at me for watching Little Women Atlanta. Oh, but it, it's. <laughs> it's the, like you're thinking somebody actually like No, you're watching it for a spectacle. Nobody's watching it like this is good television. Nobody's watching chop like, oh, I wish they would make that in a restaurant I'd go to. Like, I want to see what a chef like yourself would do with. All right, think on your toes right now. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Your Basque ingredients. How many? Four?
1: I, yeah, I think it's four.
0: Okay. Right now, fireball candies. Um. Uh. Shit. Trick cereal. Mm-hmm. Bacon. Mm-hmm. Swiss chard. I don't know what that is. I just heard him say it on the. It's screen. a leafy green. Okay. Change out tricks. I don't care. I don't well, care. It's not going to get you, Dave. I'm trying to. Pitch, I'm, I'm pitching you the show right now. I don't care. This I, episode will go viral. Be like, did you hear about this fucking <laughs> this jamoke that harasses people in a Sublime parking lot? What do you do with fireball candies and Swiss chard? It's blowing minds. Johnny Tapinad shit his pants when he heard about it. He's got. He's got. Be, he's a judge, right? He's a judge, Johnny Tapinad. I, that's my point. Like I just <laughs> cooking is about.
1: I, I get the skill set of like ah oh, you got to improvise, but like no, I, when I, you go to a restaurant, out I, I want to. Order something I want to eat, not like, hey, what are the four most obscure and, and, things you got in the bottom and, of your freezer? I'm
0: watching TV. That's why I'm not at a restaurant. Because I don't want to deal with that. It's uh, all garbage. I want to watch. I'm going to order a pizza where somebody's just going to fuck it into the oven. But I want to watch these geniuses come up with something. Ugh. Ugh, what, what are we doing? I don't know. Are we trying to? we trying to podcast. try to do a podcast. How was? How was, how was stuff off on your <laughs> list? <laughs> how was Portland? Oh, Portland Got back from Portland Sunday Always the best place In the world hmm I like Portland And honestly This, oh, this is gonna come out I, I, I couldn't say it before I'm gonna be back there For Bridgetown hmm uh, Oh, go Work it out I've been full of Full of sounds It, that place it, I mean, nobody Needs to hear it reinforced If you watch the show Portlandia All that stuff Is very uh, On point Is that show still on? I don't know. Okay, but uh, the stuff I've seen from the show—it's very funny and on point about what it's like. And it is—it's a hipster metropolis, mm-hmm. and it's and now weed's legal too. And everybody's got a craft brewery. And it, it's a—it's t- a—I made the joke about it. it's a town made out of hobbies. Mm-hmm. But everybody's hobby, they do it really well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where you would go f- to find a mechanic unless it's for a nineteen seventy-two. Moto Guzzi ambassador. Like I would, I don't know about like. Oh no, I have a 2006 Corolla. That you're shit out of luck. You're shit out of luck. But if you have an Alfa Romeo from 1963, or, you know, you know, or just some sort of steam-powered bicycle that you created yourself, then that there's a guy, there's six guys with hand-printed business cards tacked to a light pole. In front of a music venue, <laughs> but it, it, it's—I—I I didn't get as much food as I as I should have. But I've mm-hmm. been trying. Like on the road is the hardest thing to control, so I kind of just hibernate and take it easy mm-hmm. on myself, food wise. The shows were fantastic. Sold out weekend. Thank you to everybody that came to the show. every show. Sold out. Every show, added a show, added an early show Saturday, really? 5 p.m. So the, and that, Dude, that's great. That one great. didn't sell out, but everybody that came to a comedy show at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. On a Saturday. Not like it was hard to alley-oop from your craft brunch, but it was it was great. Good job, buddy. Yeah, man. That's it, fun, man. And so many
1: gifts. Everybody that gave me gifts. Yeah, we got some
0: cool stuff. Was, uh, oh, shit. I don't know. Jared Taffer. I forgot his name. Who gave us there. the socks? That was just, I didn't go out after one of the shows and somebody came in, like, oh, somebody left you these socks. Socket Toomey is the company. Nice. I think they work for the company. Socket Toomey. Somebody gave you a flask. Somebody, uh, oh, I gotta get his name (laughs) up.
1: God damn it. Didn't mean to put you on the spot.
0: I'll find it. I'll find it. I forgot
1: While while you're doing that, I'm gonna give a quick shout out to uh, Kyle McNulty and John Brown. More comics. They uh, they us some more comics. They do the uh, Boogie Monster comics, completely unsolicited. We didn't uh, you know we didn't commission that or ask for it, but uh, really cool. Uh, they just do like these little two or three page Cal and Dave get into some weird shit comics, and uh, they sent another one last week, and it's up on the uh, the the Facebook the Boogie Monster face, Facebook page.
0: I, I my computer doesn't work in Miami. That's okay. I like that we're secluded. This is like a bunker. It it's is. Secluded. There's no internet access. It's very very much like a bunker. <laughs> Except for there's just an exercise bike <sighs> and an electronic drum set. Yeah. Nothing to survive. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, Portland was fucking awesome. Somebody gave me a cheesecake? Just gave you a cheesecake? Yeah, it was a whole thing. I didn't realize there's a Portland-style cheesecake. It tasted a lot like New York-style cheesecake, <laughs> which means it was good. Yeah. And so yeah, so like the cheesecake, and then the whole green room, like we're just sat with forks, nice mowing down this cheesecake.
1: Did you go out and get any meals? Going any restaurants? Pine State biscuits. How's that? I have not been.
0: Oh man, Reggie Deluxe. It's just chicken and bit. It's a it's a fried chicken breast. Okay. Biscuit, gravy and bacon. I had just every component which you attest to. Put love into every single piece of it. Nice. And my dad was in town, so I'm like, I don't know a lot of restaurants, but this one I gotta go to. And it was just both was just a couple of couple of So your pops was just by through
1: gravy, just happened sure. to be in town.
0: Yeah, he was doing his job up there. What a well, that's cool, man.
1: Got to hang out. With you. Father and son both working in Portland. Yeah, wanna the same get, time. Want to go get chicken
0: and biscuits. Yeah, betcha.
1: Way to go! All right. Way to go! I had the uh, the Denver version of that last week, and I went to uh, I was in Denver. I went to uh, Denver Biscuit Company, yeah. which I've had people tell me, like, oh, man, it's right there. It's right there on par with, with Pine State in Portland. And I have not been to Pine State, but uh, solid. Ate there two, 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 two mornings in a row. This come
0: from you, yeah. who has a biscuit recipe on a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. This is a classic recipe, and I've had your biscuits, and I, they're number one, buddy. Nothing's knocking them out of that slot.
1: It wasn't as good as my biscuit. But no, i not but, saying it, that but it was, about it was Pine State. It was good. For a commercial biscuit, It's pretty good.
0: If if Denver Biscuit Company is like Dave, come here and be our biscuit guy. Be he, be our 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 biscuit.
1: The uh, biscuit chairman. Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, yeah, chairman's good. I was trying to think of a more mm-hmm. uh, royal based name. Oh, Okay, you know our biscuit duke. Uh huh. <laughs> the duke of biscuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our biscuit emperor. Yeah. Would you just quit everything and just be? Just the fucking Zen Master of Biscuits? No,
1: I'm not working for. I'm not. If I'm going to be the the Biscuit Zen Master, I'm going to be my own boss. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna work for somebody else. All
0: right, yeah. we'll just I'm putting it out there. Although they they could use. Here's the problem. Now the recipe's in the public, dude. It's true. You can put a trademark on that. Show.
1: Yeah, we haven't mentioned that. Uh, I'll go ahead and throw that out there. Got new merch. I put my biscuit recipe that so many Boogie Monster listeners have requested. I put it on a damn T-shirt, and if anybody would like one, uh, just holler at me, and like the,
0: uh, we'll work it out. The uh, the most simple version of the movie National Treasure that could possibly exist. <laughs> no, it's, there's a secret code. Out, it's uh, it's on the shirt. Oh, <laughs> we got to wash in the spec. No, no, it's right there. In, it's just right there. You just gotta hold somebody down long enough to read it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, just one of those uh dumb ideas that uh panned out uh, in my favor. I was like, yeah, uh, that's
0: everything we've done in life. Yeah. I guess so. Well, no,
1: not not every not every one of my ideas has worked out.
0: <laughs> what idea hasn't worked out, Dave? I don't know. you <laughs> wanted to live in a van and <laughs> did it? Wanted to live in a van.
1: Although if you'd have told ten year old Dave that one day he'd be living in a van, he'd have been like,
0: "Cool." I've been looking. I've been shopping at sports mobiles. They're the fancy versions of vans.
1: Is that the? Uh, that's it, is that the Instagram page you told me about? Yeah, yeah.
0: Every time I get frustrated with everything, I'm like, I could just tour. I could just be infinitely touring. Yeah, but I'd lose my fucking mind. Eh. Trying to do the com- man doing comedy every night, every night. Yeah, every night. Not just there. a tour, every night. Yeah, that'd be rough. I'm not that interested. I don't want to hear myself No. But I'll hear myself uh, talk about this week's top we we Should we get into it? We fucking rambled for a Did minute. we? Where are we at? Thirty five minutes. Hey, well. This is how two parters start. Oh yeah? Well, let's see how interested we are in this topic. We should be interested. Yeah, a lot of people wrote to us about this. That's movie. true.
1: <coughs> guy sent us a book about this. Yeah, and I yet to read it. Skinwalkers. Yeah, man.
0: I wonder yeah. if that, I don't know if I said that close enough with the whisper. Do it for again. It to be a, Do it again. Skinwalkers. That's pretty. I good. can't look at the monitor. <laughs> skinwalkers. <laughs> Dude. Oh, you know, you, know, you know what this is. As you don't realize, the other one hasn't kicked in yet. Yeah, when you, you, need... you do the next one. <laughs> cheers, cheers, cheers. Uh, what are you doing? You you're home. I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> it's never an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't like I, the, Your a street a fanless episode. Your man.
1: street is not conducive. It's
0: Tending for the night. It is.
1: It's, it's too. It's too busy.
0: Stay here. Yeah, we'll Stay see.
1: We'll leave Skinwalkers, Kyle. All right, you you know what's cool about people wrote in about this. It is all right. Specifically, the Skinwalker Ranch. Mm -hmm. It is kind of the. uh, It's really like a a paranormal buffet.
0: I can't not think about like an eating disorder version of the Bunny Ranch. (laughs) Whenever I've heard Skinwalker Ranch, I just think about real anorexic prostitutes. That's funny. Is it? Because you're well, not laughing. You just I said, mean, that's
1: funny. It's funny. <laughs> I was afraid to laugh.
0: <laughs> so I verbally... You will be too when we tell you about skinwalker.
1: Right, should we go ahead and get rid of this? Yeah, let's get
0: rid of this stuff. All right. Take a hike. All right. This is... Oh.
1: You know what a skinwalker is, Kyle? It well, does sound like a euphemism.
0: It sounds like you put your fingers like, you know, like... Okay. Two little to a little fingers, but you put them over your dick. All right. And you walk your boner o- across the, the counter. Oh,
1: boy. I shouldn't have asked that question. I
0: mean, uh, we're riffing. We're riffing. All right. All right. I, yeah, I do. I did. Uh, I scared the shit out of myself reading about it in bed last night.
1: Yeah. It's, this is some of the creepiest... Subject matter we've we've broached
0: this because it came so matter like the stories were written so matter for the ones that I was reading so matter of factly mm-hmm. so like nonchalant it wasn't written by someone who writes thriller now the stories <clears throat> oh yeah no I just I was visiting my friend on the reservation as a Navajo mm-hmm. tradition from what I read
1: Navajo and also the Utes yeah which is another tribe around Utah
0: young tribe yeah. Joe Pesci's the leader. Yoots, two yoots. Come on, that, if nobody's ever made that joke, That's the good. world doesn't understand comedy. That's I'm good. a
1: hack. Two yoots. Two what? What'd you say? Two yoots.
0: Honestly, what a great movie. Where that court case took place, they could have just totally blamed it on two Native American
1: kids. You know who stole that scene? That court scene was the <clears> uh, <throat> the uh, his attorney, or no, the other attorney who had the speech impediment. I'm trying to remember the scene. It was just the other attorney, he had a speech impediment, but he just mowed through it. It It didn't slow him down. It was so funny. Of
0: all the disabilities that nowadays could never pass, but man. Yeah. If you want to watch a movie where you can laugh at every disability, Deuce Bigelow. Oh, God.
1: What a piece of garbage. I laughed real hard.
0: If anything for Eddie Griffin, just (laughs) dropping ice cream in a hot tub and then still eating it. But yet, we digress.
1: (laughs) Skinwalkers, for those who aren't familiar with the term, based in Navajo and Ute culture, Skinwalker is a witch that has the ability to transform into an animal Mm -hmm. for the purpose of doing
0: harm. Yeah. How creepy is that? In this, it was always like the stories that I was reading. It was a lot of just driving, like the, oh, there's a coyote or something. Except when it starts to run, it gets up on its hind legs and jumps fences in that way. Mm-hmm. So just and it always st- like when any kind of ghost story or something, it was it, like it doesn't tell you, like it was a stormy night. When it's just very matter of fact. S- That's creepy.
1: What the fuck? Uh listeners couldn't hear that, but some crazy stuff just happened outside of the window of so the learning cool. annex. I
0: mean it could be like a bug running into the window. Uh,
1: interesting timing. Anyway.
0: But that okay, that was part of the whole skinwalker thing though? Mm-hmm. Was them it would be like a progression. It would be the one story I read was somebody saw, you know, like I said, in, in Navajo culture, you have dogs, but you don't let the dogs inside the house. The dogs are the protectors because mm-hmm. they stay outside of the house. Yeah. And there's one, like, <clears throat> on a shed looking in the house. It was real brazen. It was side of like a, a large dog, real brazen, just staring at people. So they scare it off. And then they hear <clears throat> howling outside. And then and we just progress to these... Uh, I got real creeped out. I got, I got, that was I got weird. Legit creeped out. That was weird. I got legit creeped out by that sound. And then they would uh, all of a sudden like, oh, it's now like, oh, we hear a noise and they look at it at like they could see it at the door like using like with its paws on the handle. Uh huh. And then <coughs> sitting inside and it's. And they were saying like its face is pressed against the glass, Mm -hmm. but it's not. It doesn't have – it has a mixed feature, mixed features of dog and person. Yes. And the way I was reading it, it wasn't written by somebody who's written a ghost story, which which maybe that's why – Didn't have the typical cliches. Maybe that's why why adult authors are so good. Like you don't write something like it's a story. You deliver it in such a nonchalant manner that the emotions are the strongest part of it. And the delivery method is like, oh, I'm just one of you talking about what life's like. Mm-hmm. But if somebody went that far to deep troll skinwalker stories with a believable – like, good job.
1: Well, there's so many of those <clears throat> stories out there. It's um, – oh, man. It's really intense. I've I've heard a lot of these stories. And <clears throat> one of the common characteristics is kind of what you just touched on where it's like, People will see, for example, one story I read is uh, somebody saw a moose. Yeah. They were out in this field, and they saw a moose. But the moose wasn't moving and behaving like a moose would move and behave. And as it got closer...
0: I didn't have a little squirrel friend with it. What's that? I didn't have a little squirrel friend with <laughs> Uh, just Every got moose it. has a small squirrel I, friend.
1: It took me a second to get that one.
0: So nobody listening to this will get it.
1: Moose is a fairly common one. Wolf is a fairly common wolf, one. Yeah. Wolf is more common. But point being that uh, these skinwalkers, they they disguise themselves and pre- present themselves like a wolf or a, or a moose or whatever, but mm. something just a little off about it. They're moving and behaving. Just a little, yeah. little different than a wolf or a moose or whatever would move.
0: Everything I got, like when it would run away, it would be on two legs. Mm-hmm. Whatever I read, and it was these sort of like, oh no, my dad works for the you know the road service and we have to maintain things. And it was always yeah, it was like you know Utah or Wyoming, or and it was oh it was all, kind of came up on it, looked a little startled, but then the way it ran off was on its back legs and it jumped over a fence that way.
1: And the reason why this is uh, kind of shrouded in secrecy is that uh, the Utes and the Navajos they don't uh, they don't they don't discuss this to outside with outsiders. Yeah. They you know it's it's discussed amongst themselves, but uh, they won't talk to you know non Navajos or non Utes or whomever about this type of stuff. And it kind of started getting uh, in the public zeitgeist, if you will, around ninety six. Um, let's let's shift over to the Skinwalker Ranch. All right, a little bit southeast of Ballard, Utah. It's a place called the uh, Sherman Ranch, aka the Skinwalker Ranch. It's a 480 acre ranch that's supposedly the site of just numerous paranormal activities. We're talking UFOs, Bigfoot sightings.
0: Even Bigfoot,
1: all kind of crazy stuff has been happening right in this. I mean, 480 acres is a huge ranch, but in the scale, in the in, in the scheme of an entire yeah. region or state, it's pretty pretty uh, consolidated piece of land there. But in right in this little area, for years now, locals have been reporting all kind of crazy UFO stuff. Uh, just all kind of like like I said, that's what I was alluding to when I said it's, it's like a buffet usually what we'll talk about with this type of stuff it's one specific thing but yeah. like with the skinwalker ranch you got these skinwalkers that we we're just talking about <laughs> yeah. you got UFOs you got Bigfoot sightings all kinds of crazy stuff and um George Knapp, who is a journalist and was a former host of the of Coast to Coast, yeah. uh, in '96 he started writing some newspaper articles about this, yeah. and it uh, started getting more and more attention. What was and, it was
0: like a Las Vegas newspaper?
1: Yeah, something? it was like a Las Vegas, and then also I think something out of Salt Lake City. Yeah. So a, a couple of different ones, kind of in that general area, and uh, <clears throat> so people started snooping around and investigating what's going on with this uh, with this ranch. Now, I don't know who owned it originally, but in 94, this guy, I think his name was Steve, uh, <clears throat> is it Dor- Gorman? Steve Gorman and his family, they bought this ranch in 94 and immediately started experiencing all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. They started seeing these skinwalkers, seeing crazy orbs, seeing what they thought were UFOs. And uh, <clears throat> more specifically, within the first week of them moving in, The Gorman family moved into this ranch in 94. One of the first things they noticed, there was a house, obviously, in the ranch, on the ranch. The house was just heavily fortified with these thick industrial bolts and locks. Every door, every window had these crazy bolts and locks on it. Also, Next to both entrances, I guess there was a front door and a back door. There were these giant steel poles in the ground with these heavy chains attached to it that looked like where you would chain up a guard dog. So they had all these locks and bolts, they had these guard dog poles. So they're like, What the hell's going on? So, anyway, I, I don't know, I didn't, I never caught that. But in this first week, when they're moving in, so Gorman's there. He's moving his family in. I think his his dad. His dad didn't live with him, but his dad was helping him move in. So they're moving in. So in the first few days, and they see this giant wolf, kind of off into the distance, right? And the wolf is walking towards them, but it's walking in kind of a, a gentle manner, like it wasn't rushing them, and they were all just, you know, it was kind of slowly, and they were like, "What's some going?
0: Nature, some nature yeah, out there, yeah."
1: And um, but during its approach, they had, the, they had some cattle yeah. pinned up. This wolf goes over and just starts attacking this little young calf. Yeah. Like grabs it by the snout, just shaking it and everything. Yeah. So Steve and his pops go over. They start beating this wolf over the head with a bunch of sticks. Doesn't phase it. Steve runs back into the house, grabs his three fifty seven Magnum, point-blank range, pops four shots. Puts four rounds down downrange into this fucking wolf. Doesn't phase it. 357 Magnum is a powerful handgun. Four shots from a 357 Magnum doesn't phase it. Runs back into the house, gets a hunting rifle, pops three or four more rounds with a hunting rifle. F- finally, the the wolf just kind of mm-hmm. casually walks off.
0: Sounds like a long time to fight off a wolf. That's
1: true. No reaction from the wolf. No blood. Wanders off. They follow his tracks. It had been raining. It's muddy everywhere. They follow these mud tracks for about 100 yards. And then they say... Goes right back to a nice
0: condo. (laughs) (laughs) Then
1: they say the tracks just stopped. Just disappeared as if if the wolf just floated off into midair. So that was their first encounter. That was their first encounter (laughs) with these crew. What they thought was... Later, determine well, that might be one of those skinwalkers people are talking about. Yeah, so they live in this place for just a couple of years, and then I think in 2000, that'd be a little more than a couple. Our boy that we were talking about earlier, Robert Bigelow Bigelow, buys the place now. you Bigelow
0: of Bigelow Aerospace. This guy's a uh, from what I can gather, self made billionaire, if not a probably billionaire from the uh, budget motel chain hmm. just bought up was a real estate dude but from an early age thought he was going to be like he's like I'm, space space is my thing like I'm going to get there and I'm going to get there through <clears throat> making money I guess he wasn't like so much a science guy but he's like I'm going to be involved with aerospace technologies and all stuff so like he's like, I'm going to get there one way or another and busted his ass in the real estate game and bought this property and, uh, and presumably, for like I, I don't know, is it is it because there's so much uh, UFO activity there, and that's what he's interested in? He he founded uh, NIDS uh, National Institute for no no it's NISD National Institute for Scientific SMD SMD National Institute for sucking my dick. There's a National Institute for that now. It's it's federally funded, um, and National Institute for for no like no, National Institute for sucking my dick. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> just, 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 just God damn it! I gotta go to the computer. Fill the air, Dave. All right. You know what? Don't do it the way. Black guy, a
1: Mexican, and a Jew oh, walking oh, to a shit. bar. No, right, no, I got, it. No, I got okay. it. I got
0: it. No, I found it. Okay. <laughs> The radio host that that has a horribly racist co-host. He's like, oh, shit. Why did you feel this one? uh, All right, what do you call a lady on her... No, you ever seen two Pollocks and a burger... Oh, Jesus Christ. Go to commercial. (laughs) Why? Does he not have anything else to say? Is there never anything else to talk about? Just a constant flow He has nothing. There's no other thoughts. It's always just racist street jokes. Oh, that's funny. That's like, well, like like his own mom dies and like you want to say <laughs> something. Oh, thanks for being here. I'm just, you know, she's a love. Two mix and a dago <laughs> are on a bus. NIDS, National Institute for Discovery Science. Uh-huh. The Angel Institute for Scientific Discovery. Better name, but it's not my group. Uh. He founded it, 95 to 2004. But just into for fringe science. But but, but a lot of UFO stuff. Not even so much Skinwalker, a lot of UFO stuff. But also, this is is the organization that said, if you see a triangular-shaped UFO, it's a military blimp. mm -hmm. That's what I read, but it, it definitely... A military experimental craft. If you see a triangle shape, you have a... Which there was some earlier this year, in 2017, uh, in Southeast Wisconsin. Really? Which is Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. which is filled with drunks. Hmm. So, oh, God, Milwaukee saw something triangle-shaped. It's uh, cheese. (laughs) Uh, Did you see the way I held my hand up? Like, it was a fucking funny joke I was telling to a friend, but not everybody. Hey, Dave, this one's just for you. Oh, I can't believe uh, people in Wisconsin saw a triangle shape that they didn't recognize. You f- fucking Pollocks <laughs> <laughs> It's not racist because they're white too. <laughs> oh. ah, you fucking Lining Kugel filled. <laughs> fucking polacks
1: that's a funny character he, the racist stopped. guy who's so racist but yet he's a he's aware that in <laughs> 2017 he can't so he's, he's just pounding the polack joke
0: white on white crime
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so why on did that one the meatless sandwich why did bigelow buy this place Whoa, I just made a connection. Out of nowhere, you talked about Deuce Bigelow, and now this guy's name is Bigelow.
0: Whoa. Is that the end of your thought? Mm Mm-hmm. Well. That's crazy, dude. That was a connection. Yeah, that's crazy. two things were named Bigelow.
1: When's the last time you said Bigelow, outside of the context of that terrible movie? Good call. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. There's something something behind that. Deuce Bigelow 2, European gigolo. Oh, God. Oh, there are they fat ladies in Europe? You bet there are, Rob Schneider. Hey, look, the Eiffel Tower's my wiener. Honestly, probably got cut from the writer's room for being too intellectual. <sighs> but I, I don't know why he acquired it.
1: I think he acquired it because I think he's one of these rich dudes who's like, hey, I'm kind of into this paranormal stuff. So this place is known for that type of stuff. So I'm going to buy this place. Let, okay,
0: let, We're talking right now. Why are rich dudes... Like, is it because you can be so wealthy that anything else... that Like, actual terrestrial problems don't concern you anymore? I think that's part so of it. So now you have so much money, like... But we have a president who's out of his fucking mind, who is not connected to the real world at all. Like, mm-hmm. like, and this isn't even a, man, Trump sucks or Trump's bad for America. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. But he's so rich and has been in his whole life, he doesn't even know what real world problems are. So that's why I mean you want to talk about what are we going to be dead because North Korea is going to nuke us if they get if they can develop it. Fortunately, maybe for once America's uh, complete ridiculous spending on defense, let's hope to fucking god it's funded some sort of infiltration team that is off the coast just making every missile test fail. Hmm. Not even having to have an opposing missile shoot it down. What a great idea of defense is having the technology to just make a missile fail. Mm -hmm. Because then it just seems like it's their fault. Instead of having an anti-missile missile, missile, whichever one the fuck those are, which we had through the 80s. No, we have missiles. The only nukes that we have are the nukes that shoot down the other nukes. And everybody's fucking jerking your dick at each other fest. That is just an arms race anyway. What a great subversive way to squelch an international conflict is to technologically just make them think that their things are failing. Hmm. Oh, we got a giant missile. It's going to reach it. Watch us test it, and it fails.
1: And they lose confidence. And they don't. And, and, they don't want to fight.
0: Or just, or just keep them in the development stages without anybody. Re- like that's probably spy work. God, I'm sorry. But the Boogie Monster podcast just blew the fucking roof off of uh, international spy relations. (laughs) We got it all figured out. But you have a lunatic on that side. You have a lunatic on this side. How do we fucking keep things at ease? Again, you want to go back to just like who's really in charge of things and shadow government? Let's... Who had the best... Right after... I can't remember. I can't credit who gave the best quote to about after Trump got elected. Like, thank God there's a shadow government really running things. But thank God there's a shadow government really just... Like, no. There's no way Trump's in charge of the fucking... They give him a fake... You know what they did? They gave him one of those Home Depot buttons wherever the fuck it was. Office Depot. It gets easy. Whatever it is. And they just shaved off the letters. And... Here, no, this is the button. It's the big red one. You can carry it with you. And then they're not, he's not in charge of it. There's definitely somebody else. Let him, uh, let him fuck it up. Let that, like, that's the whole thing. Nobody wants to take credit for it. It's not machismo. North Korea, you want to launch a missile? Oh, it didn't work. Try it again. Oh, darn it. It didn't work again. What are you, Dave? What are you doing? Nah, don't worry about it. Is this, do we have enough? Do, are we two-part in this? I think this is a two-parter. I do. I gotta go pee real bad. Yeah. Where seen? are we at on time? We're done. Are we done? You wanna try it? You wanna just keep riding? Just keep riding. Keep fucking ride or die? You wanna ride, ride or die this Dude, party? you just wanna keep riding, dude? You need a snack or something?
1: <laughs> do I need a snack or something? Oh, man.
0: Remember that other time you just peed out back here? I was like, don't do that. And there's neighbors. When did I do that? You peed right out here.
1: Yeah, well, I'm a creature of habit.
0: Yeah, but this is my, this is my home.
1: Not my home. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we still, all we've done is just, we haven't even talked about the ranch. Yeah, there's a lot more we got to get to. Although, I'm going to pat myself on the back for thinking that's the effort is to just undermine the missiles. It's I'm good. Sure, No, I think I read some about it, too. It's not like I'm broken open. I'm sure BuzzFeed has an article. I'm sure a reporter from BuzzFeed. I'm sure a reporter from HuffPo broke in. Uh, where, where are we at on time? Hour, baby. That's nothing.
1: We should just do two-hour episodes.
0: Fuck it, man.
1: If it were up to you, we'd do 22-minute episodes. Yeah like a multicam
0: sitcom yeah fucking get get it oh hey stay tuned for next week the boogie monster.